This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Getting up, getting out or only just getting home? It's Joy Weekend Breakfast. And I want to say a very big warm welcome to Joy Weekend Brecky to Ben from Safia. Hey, how you guys going? Yeah, we're so good, Ben. Thank you for joining us this morning. Oh, thanks for having me. It's never easy for an artist to be up on a Saturday morning, so uh, <laughs> we, we really appreciate it. Now, Ben, I've got to say, I'm a, a big fan of Safia. Uh, I, I'm a Brit. I arrived in Australia back in 2016, and Counting Sheep was my first song that I really got to love you and the other two guys uh, in the band. So it, it got me up a, a, a long commute on, on many a dark evening. So thank you for that. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Glad you like that one. Um, on the topic of Counting Sheep... Mm-hmm. What, mate? Why Why was that? Because that track, particularly in China, went nuts, didn't it? Yeah. Why is the operative question? I have no idea. I think it was early days in TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the lyrics certainly helped in the chorus, the TikTok yeah. make me creep kind of thing. Um, I don't know, though, because it seemed the places it seemed to go, well, it, it's built audiences in subcultures kind of mm. everywhere in gaming cultures. But then, yeah, it went well in China and apparently in Russia in certain parts. Well, there so you go. I don't know what it is about that song. But I'm leaving that alone. Yeah. International stardom. Um, now, Ben, the other thing I was going to say to you is that uh, we were trying to get hold of you back before Christmas because you played two amazing gigs, one in Sydney, uh, one down here in Victoria at the ESPY, um, and I managed to get a ticket in there. The energy, and I've, I've seen you a couple of times before, but the energy levels of the gig that we saw were just next level. Now, that was one of the first gigs you guys had played since lockdown. So just give us a rundown of how it felt for you to be back on stage again. Oh, it felt so good. Um, and that was our first like gig, like ticketed show for fans and, um, you know, people who just wanted to come and see us. And we'd been fortunate enough to play a few little festivals here and there, but it's a different feeling when you're playing to people who, you know, are there to see you and it's mm-hmm. been, it had been so long. And yeah, I think as soon as we walked out, um, on the first one in Melbourne, we could like before we played a note, you could feel the kind of the oh. energy in the crowd and that appreciation. And it's just kind of like a feedback loop and just builds up and up. But also I, we just love to play live and get the opportunity to do it. And I think, you know, the, the two things we love most about this is like the creative act of actually making music mm-hmm. and making music with your friends as well in that, in that space and then playing live. And like, yeah, those are the two things that when we get the chance to do them, we, we try not to take them for granted. So I think there was, there was a great atmosphere because I think Sumner was supporting you, an amazing yeah, um, double act as well. And then they got the levels, but you're right. One thing that really, um, you know, really, sparks your attention at those things is that those people down the front were singing every single lyric alongside you and he's thinking you know when you've hit something really good because they just elevated the uh the performance yeah yeah it's, and it's always nice to see that and even after like some times passed as well with like songs we didn't know had had their time to sort of sink in and connect and so we're like oh they're singing this song <laughs> Okay, cool. Like, we just like to play this live, but we didn't, we usually assume that most people don't know this one. But yeah, it was really nice. And, you know, when you, you feel that, you kind of just want to give more energy back and it just goes back and forward. And yeah. So, Ben, what's the process like? 
after after a performance like that, like I'm, I'm guessing you got to scrape you off the ceiling, you're high as a kite from that energy. Is there kind of in the days, weeks that follow a, a downer or is the motivation kind of to get back in the studio and make more music? Usually it's it kind of provides more energy to, to keep. Um, but actually for me after that, it was a kind of a bit of a flat. I don't know. It was like maybe it was, it was a bit of a release or something. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, I, I sort of had to, like, come back a bit from that in a good way. But, yeah, yeah I think maybe that one had just been so long. And so there was, at those shows, a, a kind of a little bit of a release of all this crap over the last <laughs> few years. So. You certainly got from your from your discussions during the show, you certainly got there was, like, a, a, a pent-up sort of frustration of not being able to get out and perform. And I think, you know, to get that reaction, you, your emotions were, if I can say, yeah, I think a little all over yeah. the place by the end of it, because you were just so excited by um, by the reactions. It's a lot to, it's a lot to process. It's, it's just, you know, a special feeling and like one we don't take for granted and, you know, playing in front of people that, you know, want to be there and listen to your stuff when you haven't had it for a while and then suddenly it all like mm-hmm. floods back in at once. Yeah, it's, yeah, there's a lot to process. So Ben, I always like to ask musicians and um, songwriters how, how you do your craft. So you, you're in the band with a couple of other people, Harry and, and Michael. Do you get together, the three of you, and compose? Or do you sort of, because you're, you're doing a lot of the uh, the lyric writing and stuff, do you actually do that separately and bring it together? What What's your process as a band? Bit of both, bit of everything. Um, predominantly, a lot of the writing, we might, the seeds of the ideas, sometimes we might do ourselves. For just like, um, well, I suppose as an artist, you're always writing. So if like suddenly I'm walking along and like a seed of something, I've tried to get in the habit now, even if I think it's crap, if like something pops in the head, I just try and pen it down wherever I am, no matter what. Um, so there's always just like piles of those things. But then when we're building a song early on, it's predominantly, um, Michael and I, and then we all kind of come in from there. And Harry also writes a bunch of other things, which we work on too. And then from there, we, we're kind of fortunate because we're all really good in different stages of the creative process. So, um, Michael's like a really good experimenter, a writer, and Harry's like a really good crafter as well. So when it's time to like, actually make it start sound good and like bring the idea to life and then i kind of see it a little bit in both worlds um so it kind of helps it's like the song go through this arduous process because i think for your music the post-production is probably as equally as important as the uh the original sort of lay down the tracks because you manage to actually do some fantastic mixing that just like pops the uh the vocals ah thanks yeah i think i don't know we're all very you can really put a lot of love in the detail in the crafting. Um, you can you can sort of show that. Um, the key is just not to take it too far and take it too far away from the essence or the magic that made the thing interesting in the first place. So finding that sweet spot. Now tell us about today. We we had that as our weekend banger. It launched only on Tuesday. Yeah, what's it about? Today, yet another song I've written about <laughs> presence and lack thereof or, or the uh, the constant sort of duality of um, being in awareness and, and then not being aware and that kind of, it's just a song that came together pretty quick, to be honest. It's kind of a production that was pretty fleshed out that Michael showed me. And then I think when the first time we played it back, I was just nodding down a bunch of vocal ideas that came. And then as soon as the thing 
like you can hear it in one of the memos and then I'm like singing over when the kind of the chorusy bit comes in. I'm like, what if it just say it? And I started going, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> like, so I started singing that like chopped up melody. I'm like, okay, we couldn't, that, that's kind of a cool vibe. And then, so it was really easy in conception, but then to get it like finished was a nightmare. <laughs> oh, well, it's, definitely worth, it's nightmare. definitely worth the wait. Oh, thank you. Uh, it was like, we just did so many masters of it. Yeah. Like it was right, but it was just, um, it does sound like there's a lot going on, but there's only a few core elements and they all kind of work together as one. Uh-huh. And so when one's kind of in the wrong spot, the whole song falls apart. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we were wanting more things out of something else and then that would change something else and then the whole balance would be off and suddenly like the magic's not there. So that took a while. <laughs> so you sound like a bunch of perfectionists, I gotta say. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But I do think it's worth waiting. It's, it's a great result. Um, we're almost out of time, Ben. Um, you've got some gigs coming up. So anyone who wants to see Safia perform live and that's the best way to see them, um, should probably go and grab a ticket and do that. Thank you ever so much for joining us this morning. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me. We love your music. I to drive for a weekend morning. <laughs> <laughs> ben, thanks a lot. Thank you to you and the guys. Great music, great band. And uh, we love you here at Joy. Oh, thank you. No, that means a lot. Thanks for the chat. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.